0: 3, 2, 1. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. We are the real pineapple. This is Hunter, and I'm here with Colin. Colin, how are you doing, sir? What's up, everybody? It's that time of year again. Honestly, it's maybe my favorite time of the year. So while I love our best of, do not misunderstand, because it's it's great to, get, to actually celebrate film. It is very therapeutic to tear just really shitty. Film. <laughs> Out. Very therapeutic. Yeah, and, and gotta get it out there. And also, man, we watched a lot of really bad shit this year. We 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 took our lumps. I was very proud of our uh, proud of us.
1: Uh, You're proud of our lumps? Yeah, our, our lovely lady. Our lady, lady lovely lady lumps. God, <laughs> God, we don't know each other at all.
0: <laughs> but, but uh, <laughs> God, I'm really happy we connected that well on that. <laughs> That's my lovely lady, love. yeah. God, Check them out. Song. So we're talking about our worst films of 2018, and I'm very curious to see what is on your list. So. We're going to just jump in. So you guys, if you've listened to us before, uh, you guys know how this goes. If this is your first time listening to us, uh, welcome. Uh, thank you from much for joining us. So we're going to go through a couple of dishonorable mentions here. And then we'll go ahead and jump in. Uh, I'll have you jump into your 10 through 6. And then I'll do the same. And then we'll go 5 to 2. And then, of course, from number 1. So uh, jumping in here first as far as my... Uh, my worst of, uh, as far as uh, dishonorable mentions, I have a couple. So, Show Dogs, uh, couldn't find room for it on the list. It's it's a very dumb movie <laughs> which shouldn't have been made. Whoa. Uh, Will Arnett teaming up with the voice of Ludacris is just is is <laughs> ironically, ironically enough, very ludicrous. Uh,
1: um, Ludacris <laughs> as a, as a, like a, um, Rottweiler. <laughs> yeah.
0: And, 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 you know, they team up to save, save this panda who's been, like, he's been uh, embezzled in the country. Yeah, it, it's a horrible, stupid ass movie. So, yeah, Show Dogs, definitely a dishonorable mention. Uh, we never reviewed this, but Death Wish, the remake starring Bruce Willis. <laughs> good God. I never saw oh, it. Oh, my God. Dude, so, I gotta watch it.
1: I gotta watch. Is it really it's bad? It's really
0: bad. Like, it's... Oh, God. It's really bad. I gotta watch that one. Yeah. And uh, Mile 22 starring Marky Mark Wahlberg. Oh, Marky Mark. And uh, Ronda uh, Ronda Rousey. Ronda, I can't take a punch anymore. (laughs) Rousey. uh, They're in this. And God damn, man. uh, And Peter Berg, considering he did Hancock, he's a... uh, And... Patriot's Day, which I'm not crazy about. I really enjoyed Deepwater Horizon, though. I went, okay, this is actually really good. Uh, he did, he directed about 22, and it is just, it is lame as hell. The action scenes aren't well done. It's it's a horrendous movie. And the last thing I'll throw out, as far as the honorable mention, I will throw out uh, The Darkest Minds, which is another YA. Like, hey, we want to be X-Men, but... We don't want to get sued so it's we're like we're generation x-men uh it's a really bad movie it's it's actually worse than those uh oh god those divergent movies which is really a feat in itself because those divergent movies wow suck uh it's it's a horrible movie yeah those are bad uh so yeah I, I I'll let you go ahead do some honor uh, dishonorable mentions here what you got So my
1: first ones I have, I didn't actually see, but I hated because I saw the trailer for (laughs) them over and over and over again in like the early spring of 2018. Okay. So the first movie on this list is, is,
0: no, I'm
1: getting there. The first one is Book Club.
0: Oh yeah, you hated the
1: trailer for Book Club. (laughs) So I never watched Book Club. But I saw the trailer for Book Club maybe four <laughs> weeks in a row. I was like, go- this was back when I was going to the movie theater like every weekend. And I think I saw the trailer to Book Club in front of every movie I saw for four weeks in a row. And by the fourth week, I wanted to throw something at the screen. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's... it's you know, a little foreshadowing It was referencing something That may be high up on the list <laughs> Later on okay. Wink wink, nudge nudge If you know what I'm saying Noted. So the second one As you already pointed out Mamma Mia, here we go again Oh man I had to see this trailer <laughs> Over and over again I saw it at least I 8 never... times
0: <laughs> like, At least 8 times uh, yeah,
1: the worst was when I did double features because you, know, you and I, <laughs> yeah. as we do,
0: yeah.
1: we, we you know sometimes we find ourselves seeing two movies in the same day just to kind of see everything that's out that weekend. And there was I was really hitting the theater hard. Like I remember back that month, and I remember going to see a movie twice in one day. And I saw the Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, a trailer twice in the same day. <laughs> and the second time it started playing, I almost walked out. and I was just like, I can't see the second movie. <laughs>
0: That's fair. I
1: guess if they're gonna play this trailer, I can't see it. Um, so yeah. Anyway, those are dishonorable mentions. The other one that uh, the other one that I didn't see was Father of the Year. I saw. I, I watched the trailer of that. I don't know if this is on your list or not. So I'm gonna just let you talk about it if it happens to be. Fair enough. Um, but I didn't get around to seeing it. <laughs> but I saw. Plenty of coverage to, to um, make me think that I would have hated it. Uh, the, the, the only other one that I actually did see that didn't make the top ten was Overboard. Um, that one was just, you know, it was just a hot mess of dumb. Yeah,
0: that, That's fair. Um, all right, so I'm going to jump into my number ten here. Uh, God, this movie. So heading into this movie, I went, I don't think this is going to be good. <laughs> like there, there was no part of me that thought this was going to be a good movie. But what I will say is I did laugh uh, unintentionally my head at it a couple times. And there was a there was one uh, there was one performance by Ben Middleton uh, who's actually trying as a sheriff in Nottingham. My number 10 is Robin Hood. This movie mm-hmm. this movie good god. Whether it's the the insanely just beating you over the head with, hey, this is like Vietnam. Hey, this is like Iraq. Vietnam, Iraq. It's like, oh my God, I get it. Fuck, calm down. Just beating you over the head with that. Um, Whether it's uh, Exy from the Kingsman movies, Teron Edgerton, who, and let me just throw this out there. I think Rocket Man actually looks like a lot of fun. I'm really excited for that. But when they were showing the trailers for this and they had him and uh, uh, Little John, Uh, played by Jamie Foxx, I was like, I don't want to see this at all. And, yeah, this movie from the really bad action scenes to the insane amount of slow-mo. Even Zack Snyder was saying, God, you guys are are using a little too much slow-mo. Like, they are using slow-mo every 10 minutes, it seems like. Uh, To Jamie Dorman uh, playing uh, Will Scarlet, who ends up becoming the new sheriff, uh, Sheriff of Nottingham. You know what I think happened in this movie? I think Christopher Nolan and Jonathan Nolan had a night out in the town, and they were, like, drinking, like, very high-class whiskey, because I imagine that's what the Nolans would drink. And maybe he had, like, the very, like, an outline for The Dark Knight, and he threw it in the trash somewhere, and the director was like, oh, cool, let me make a Robin Hood movie out of this, because whether it's Jamie Dorman getting half his face burned like Two-Face, in in the movie and becoming new sheriff in Nottingham and he's so scarred and he's talking to himself like Two-Face at the end of the movie uh whether it's Taron Egerton's Robin Hood uh and you have Maine Marin going you're not you're not Robin Hood you're you're a symbol for the people it's like Jesus Christ really (laughs) like we're really laying this on thick uh this movie is horrible it, it, there's no reason it should ever been made, and everyone who was associated with this movie. The one thing I will say about this movie, like I said, Ben Middleston it's a sheriff in Nottingham. There's a <laughs> there's a couple points where he, there's a point where he's talking like uh, uh, about a uh, punishment he used to have as a as a kid with like a broomstick, and that scene actually I went oh okay that actually like piqued my interest a little bit. And there's a scene where he, he's a good actor. He really is, and. There's a scene with uh, him and Lil, uh, Lil John Yeah where he, <laughs> where he goes ahead and Lil John tells him basically I'm you know I'm gonna I'm gonna kill you. And Sheriff sure Notham just shrugs it off and went, Okay, there's a couple decent scenes in this movie, but for the most part, it is just a trudge of a movie to get through. And it thinks it's better than it actually is, which also really infuriated me. And the last thing I'll point out about the movie, anytime there's a horse in this movie, the horse is, like, the most CGI... The, the the horses in Red Dead Redemption look way better than any of the horses in this fucking movie. Whether they're, like, jumping across gates or crashing through fucking walls in this movie. Uh, the, Dude. Yeah.
1: I laughed out loud. Oh,
0: I did too. I laughed...
1: When the horses were falling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It was the worst CGI I think I've seen in in a movie in forever.
0: Yeah, it it, it is it is horrendous CGI. So so it, it it's it's baffling to me how bad this movie was. So that's my number 10. I I hate I hate Robin Hood. Uh, number 9, uh starring the uh, starring uh Tiffany Haddish and the guy who who would have hosted oscars if he wasn't a uh, homo- homophobic oh. asshole uh night school night school fucking hate night school so basically it's kevin hart with this really gorgeous girl might i add but that's typical for kevin hart movie uh so it's a bunch of oh you're black and sassy oh well you're black and short waka waka that's a, basically most of the jokes rob Riggle's in this and i love rob wriggle i was like i love rob and i was Riggle. like why are you in this dude like come on man like have a little respect i know everyone loves tiffany haddish right now because you know she's the it thing right now but i went mm-hmm. i don't like tiffany haddish is was,
1: tiffany haddish the teacher she's, or a, te- or the she's student? a teacher yeah and, teacher
0: and there's a couple scenes where she has to have some kind of dramatic moments with teacher and students i went oh, okay okay But then, and I'll be honest, dude, and I've said this on the podcast and I stand by it. I don't think Kevin Hart's a good comedian. I don't think he's a great actor. I don't think he's a good actor. I go back and I watch like the Chappelle Netflix show, uh, 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 Netflix specials, or uh, David Cross. I'm a big David Cross fan, or like Bo Burnham. And I'm like, these are actual comedians. What the fuck does Kevin Hart bring to the table? He's like, oh, I'm short, and black, <laughs> and everyone's like, oh my god, it's so funny. It's not fucking funny, and and he's a worse <laughs> actor than he is a comedian, which is saying something because I think he's a dog shit comedian. And oh, shots. Oh no no no! no sorry, let me repeat it. Kevin Hart <laughs> is a dog shit what? comedian and you heard it here and uh, come at me. Yeah. I, I don't, th- I don't get how people think he's even close to funny. Um, yeah. there's a, at me, Kevin Hart. At uh, me. There, uh, there's a point in this move. There's a point in this movie where they have to like break in and steal some school records and, uh, terror, uh, not terror on Ezra Uh, What's the guy from SNL, I think it's called Jost, I want to say, is in this movie? Or no, no, it's not Tara. It's Andy Samberg. Not, it's not it's not Andy Samberg. <laughs> I can't. But if it but basically there Fred Armisen. It, it's not Fred, I wish it was Fred Armisen. <laughs> so, I'm going to butcher her name, but uh uh you know who I'm talking about. Uh Eliza uh, uh Lisa. uh, Shel, uh I think Shonford? I'm sure, uh yeah, she, uh, she she, uh, she, uh, Shell singer, I think that's how you say her last name. Uh, she has Netflix specials. Not only mm-hmm. like I mean, oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: the the the, the comedian yeah. on Netflix. Yeah, yeah the, the so I'll, I'll the throw one. it out yeah, there.
0: Yeah. She's absolutely she's absolutely stunning. Number one, I mean, she, she she's yeah. gorgeous. She, she has some funny, but bits but dude, she has some actual funny bits. And I watch yeah, she has funny, and bits. I watch her stand up And I'm like, oh wow, I'm like, oh wow, you yeah. actually're
1: you you can tell she works
0: hard at her. Yeah, career. way harder than Kevin Hart. WAY harder than Kevin Hart! And so when I watch Kevin Hart's bits, and he's like, oh, like, I go to my school, and I go to a parent-teacher conference. Really? You go to a parent-teacher conference? Fucking doubt it! So, yeah, th- this movie, there was no effort putting in this shit. It was basically like, hey, Tiffany Haddish is hot, and and Kevin Hart is Kevin Hart, so let's just put them together, and let's, ho- let's give a bunch of room to improv, and let's just sell it as a fucking movie. And that's all it was. No, no effort actually put into this so yeah that's my number nine can't say that movie uh number eight i feel pretty amy schumer is fucking terrible and i've been saying it for years and i stand by it i think amy schumer i know people go well didn't you like train wreck yes i really enjoyed train wreck but even a broke clock is right once a day and i cannot stand amy schumer preach the fact of the matter is. And can I just point out, just from a genuine feminist perspective, can we point out the fact that, that all these, that so many of these movies that empower women involve them getting bonked on the head to go ahead and actually go, like, oh, I have value! What I'm are the pretty. other ones? Like, dude, fucking, um, oh, God, uh, oh, 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 <laughs> um, isn't it wonderful? That movie, uh, Rebel Wilson, gets knocked out in the head. like gets hit in the head. Uh It's like, oh, do you have a concussion? No, (laughs) I think I'm fine. Oh, I have self-confidence and worth now. I mean, granted, men fucking slam women every fucking chance we get with Seventeen Magazine, Cosmo, and all this bullshit and say, hey, women, be okay with this. Sorry, getting off tangent. Anyways, but I feel pretty. Amy Schumer, it's her whole, like, oh, I have a job at a... Corporation, but I want to move up the corporate ladder. But I'm shy. And I don't know how to talk about it. And of course, she gets hit in the head and goes, "I have to fall off her treadmill." And goes, "Oh my god, I'm so fucking hot." And you know what? I'll tell you right now, as as a black dude, I, I I like my I like my my girls a little thicker. You know, I I have no shame in my game. But I'll tell you point blank, Amy Schumer isn't even the fact that she's unattractive as like unattractive as just looks wise. She's I watch her in interviews, and I go, I don't think she gives a shit about anyone else besides herself. And the fact she's gonna be about to be a mother right now, I'll say it right now. I really hope she's a better mother than she is a comedian. Because, oh my God, I would watch... I would actually try a couple times and watch Amy, Inside Amy Schumer, which, even saying that title, I'm not going to like Amy shudders in a way that I can't even express. But having her have her own show, I went, Oh, man, so these are all... The old, uh, the, the, these are all the old scripts that Keen Peel threw away and Amy Schumer happened to find them because, you know, she's never stolen a joke before. Wink! And she goes ahead and puts it on her show. I think Amy Schumer is horrible. And again, uh, Trainwreck, really funny movie. Give her all the credit in the world for that. But whether it's Snatched, whether it's I Feel Pretty, she's done nothing good since then. And apparent I think she's starring in the Barbie movie, which I went well Cool, like if if you melted Barbie with a magnifying glass, I guess it would look like Amy Schumer. But whatever. Apparently, we have to see that shit. But yeah, dude, it, I feel pretty. God, I, I can't stand movies. That's number eight. No, no <laughs> Yeah, it,
1: I, that's a, that's a very fair pick. Thank you. Uh, <laughs>
0: number seven. Oh God, Jean Favolta, stop making movies. Gotti is my number seven. I watched Gotti. I actually got this from Redbox. And I actually had to watch it three times. I had to try. I did try to watch it three times in a row because Jean Travolta. First off, he can't do an accent. Number one. Uh, number two, the whole y- y- uh, the whole campaign that the studio's running about. Oh, don't believe the trolls. Go see Gotti, It's a great movie. I went, is it though? It's a great movie. I'd rather watch a hit. I'd rather watch that last Hitman movie they put out than watch Gotti ever again. Jean Travolta, man, like. His 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 career like he's just he's just terrible man he he really is I can't I think the last movie I liked John Travolta in oh god uh, hairspray I think was the last movie I liked him in uh, hairspray
1: was the last movie dude
0: I cannot think of a
1: I think the last movie I liked him in was uh, Saturday Night Fever. Oh wow, that's way that's way far back. That's like seven. actually, no. The, the last movie I liked him in was Pulp Fiction. Okay, so that's still like what ninety five. <laughs> yeah, fuck him.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but dude, Hairspray's two thousand seven. So that's twelve years since I've liked something that he's that he's been in. And I go like, oh okay, this is good. Yeah, Chandra Fultz is horrible, and uh, the thing is, he can't pull off the Italian accent. He is trying to come across like a boss, and he just comes across as a goon who can't intimidate anyone. And even the way from the weight decision, his accent is abysmal. It's it's really terrible. It's like insulting. Yeah, like if I was Italian, I would be mad as hell. Like I would legit be like, "Who the fuck do you think you are?" First
1: person. Like some of the things he says, it sounds so like stereotypical character like caricatures of like what an Italian would sound like
0: you know honestly it, it, it's very much like that family joke guy joke the Baba de Beba Bob de Beba like that is less offensive than what John Travolta does in this fucking movie I could not stand Gotti, and by the time I got to the end of it I went cool that is two hours of my life I will never get back thank you really appreciate it so numbers that's my <laughs> I, I dude oh I hate that movie that's, that's my number seven and before I kick it back to you my number six Life, mm. life of the party. Melissa McCarthy. Good God, I am so dumb. This woman falling down flights of stairs and be like, oh, like I'm, I'm a little heavy set, but I'm clumsy. And is that charming and cute? No, it's not cute or charming at all. And her, the moment, and I cannot stress this enough, the moment that they went. She was like, oh, like, oh, my, like, oh, like, I am my vagoogle or whatever the fuck she says in that movie. Like, mm-hmm. I went, all right, this is just not, this is not working for me. Uh, having Julie Bowen uh, from Modern Family, who I might, who may I add, is just not only did I love her in that show Ed that she did on NBC, like, back in, 99, like, I've had a thing for her since then, but she's been great on Modern Family, and I think she really is a genuinely Good actress and seeing her play a bitch, I went, oh, all right, like you're you're, you're stretching yourself a little bit. I, I appreciate that. The whole subplot with Muslim Carsi's character being like, oh hey, like I'm a 40 plus year old in college, and she's fucking a 22 year old who is obsessed with her, might I add? And we just go like, yep, this is totally normal. This happens all the time. Like, like, really, does this happen all the time? And. The fact that the movie starts off with her husband going, like, yeah, I don't love you anymore. Like, we're getting a divorce. Dude, that was brutal. Yeah. That wasn't
1: even, like, fun to watch. Like, why is this in a comedy movie? And,
0: and so I will say, uh, May, uh, May, May Whitman, uh, so she was in that movie The uh, The Duff, right? And she, of course, is in this cop pilgrim. Uh, I really like May Whitman. I, I've been a big fan of hers for a while. She's, uh, she, she's on this movie with... My feature ex-wife, uh, uh, Christina Hendricks, uh, called uh, called Good Girls, and uh, which is on AB, uh, NBC, and then um, sounds like a good watch. It actually is. It's actually a really entertaining show. It's got, um, and I'm blanking on the I'm blanking on the freaking uh, 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 Don, uh, Donna from Parks and Rec. Uh, Retta, thank you.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, nice. It's Very actually good. a
0: really good show. And May Whitman, like I said, I think she's actually gorgeous and charming, and she has great comedic timing. And she was the one thing about this movie that I went, okay, every now and then she'd get a line in, but then Melissa McCarthy would come back in and go like, oh, hey, it's all about me, 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 and then make, and then fuck up the movie. And then, of course, Jillian Jacobs, lover from community, uh, she was in the Netflix show Love that I actually really enjoyed. And she's in this, and they give her fucking nothing to do. So, yeah, it, it's, it's fucking horrible. It's a horrible movie. And <laughs> and I really remember like, so many uh, daughters and their moms going to it and going like, oh my god, I had fun. And I'm just sitting behind people going, who the fuck is having fun with this? I'm not having fun with it. So, yeah, that's my number six. Absolutely hate that movie. Uh, Colin, you're 10 through 6, sir.
1: Oh, that, was a, that was a beautiful start to the Thank list, you. sir. May, may I just... Give you great praise. Um, Beautiful list. I say that because there is a lot of repeats on (laughs) my list so far. (laughs) So let's just jump right into it, guys. Uh, Number 10. Worst films of 2018. Colin Patrick O'Neill version. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Number 10. We got we got Mr. John Gotti. <laughs> Good
0: start. Good start.
1: Directed by Kevin Connolly, you would know oh, him Outrage. as E. Yeah. From. I forgot Honorage. about that. Yeah. Directorial debut.
0: <laughs> what a great. From what a great
1: start. E. <laughs> so just remember E. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Dude, what this movie?
0: (laughs) I'm really happy you saw this, cause
1: yeah, I had to. I had to. I, I, you know, it was getting close to crunch time. I was like, I got to make sure I don't miss out on any of the like universally disliked movies of the year. And lo and behold, what does Amazon Prime have now? They got Gotti. (laughs) So I encourage all of you to go watch Gotti. If you have um, Amazon Prime,
0: yeah, agreed.
1: Yeah, um, so basically, let's you know we we got Kevin Connolly directing here, dude. John Travolta, you were talking about it when you were when you were speaking on Gotti. Like the last thing you liked him in was hairspray. 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 mm -hmm. Hairspray. I mean, dude, he, he just has been bombing everything.
0: <laughs> yeah. Lately. Yeah. It's weird.
1: Uh-huh. Um, let's, let's look what they have written for the storyline here. The film will reveal the relationship of a father who lived and died by the mob code, and a son who, while brought up to lead a life of crime, chose to leave that world behind and redeem himself and the gaudy name. Dude, this movie sucks. Like the whole, <laughs> yep. like every, the, the whole story is just so bad. All the scenes are like mishmashed. It's like jumps around from timeline to timeline. Um, for this series of uh, the worst list I have here, um, I've decided to go onto IMDb and randomly choose a r- review from a user. <laughs> Okay, and read that out. As long as that review indeed um, backs up uh, what I also think. (laughs) That's fair. But yeah, so uh, this was written on uh, July twenty eighth, twenty eighteen, by a nice uh, user named Skibs. This movie came out uh, June fifteenth, so this was, you know. Good month and a half after the movie debuted. um, His review just says, this movie sucks, (laughs) S-U-X. His review reads, um, OMG, dot, 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 this movie was so terrible that I turned it off after 30 minutes. Travolta's (laughs) Travolta's acting is something he should be ashamed of. Yeah. Yeah. I agree.
0: That that covers
1: it, basically. (laughs) (laughs) That pretty much covers it. Um, Alright, so, uh, yeah, Gotti, That was a good one. Uh, Yeah, I encourage everybody to watch that one because it is uh, free uh, streaming on Prime, so that would be a funny one to get everybody's comments on. Uh, Number nine, I have Robin Hood as well. Nice. Uh, A war-hardened crusader and his Moorish commander mount an audacious revolt against the corrupt English crown. That is, like, so much bullshit covering up just an absolutely horrible film. (laughs) Like, that's, like, the plot description. Uh, just looking at the um, the poster, you can really understand how terrible this movie is. Yeah, the, the great I, Photoshop there's just, job. That it did. <laughs> there's just something about it. Um, yeah, so, first of all, it's weird. I think you were talking about that before. Um, yeah, this dude, the director, Otto Bathurst... Um, this guy did, like, Peaky Blinders. Uh, he did, like, an episode of Black Mirror. He's actually had critical success in the past um, doing these other TV shows. This is, like, his first big um, directorial debut in, like, a, um, you know, big film. So, understandably, it's not going to be maybe the best. But no one certainly expected this heap of dog shit. Nope. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it has, like, decent actors in it. Like Taron Egerton, yeah. Like I like that dude. Like you know, I like Kingsman. I think he's he's cool. Like Jamie Foxx has been in numerous films that I love. Yeah. Um, I also think he's at the point in his career where he just probably doesn't really give a yeah, fuck. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, ben Mendelsohn, another great actor. Like even even Jamie Jordan, like this dude, like Christian Grey. I mean, yeah, I mean. Yeah, he's the worst. But still, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, what's this opening scene with the, like? Can we talk about this opening like <laughs> battle scene where they have this dude, and it's clearly like you know, very American like white. People fighting what looks to be like very like Arab people, dude. Um, Yeah, kind of, kind of, you know, kind kind of like I don't know, maybe like Iraq, something like that. Yeah. Um, it's like, and it's like seriously like a, a a scene out of like The Hurt Locker or something, like in a firefight. Um, but this dude, this dude up in the the building is shooting like a machine gun, full of arrows.
0: Yeah, it's like and a they're, and, and they're, yeah.
1: And, yeah, and it's like and it's like a machine gun bearing down on them and they need like cover fire and everything and immediately I was just like, Oh my god, this is so dumb. Why is this Robin Hood? Why is this Robin Hood? This can't be Robin Hood. Are they never gonna make like okay, so there's two good Robin Hood films, period, in my opinion. It's the weird ass, like, acid trip Disney one. Where you know Robin Hood is is like a fox,
0: yeah, (laughs) and
1: and the king's like a like a snake.
0: And the one with (laughs) and the one with uh, uh, Russell Crowe, right? That's that's the other one. God
1: damn it! No, Men in Tights. The other good one is Robin Hood Men in Tights. Everyone knows this. Mel Brooks. So there's only two good ones. Why do they keep making these weird ones? I don't ones? know. Yeah, the Russell Crowe one is terrible. Yeah, I would actually <laughs> That one's not even Robin Hood. That's one, that one like doesn't even begin the story. Like this at least this one was like starting to get into the Robin Hood thing. I also hated that they kept calling it the hood. Oh, yeah call yeah the hood.
0: Stop calling
1: it the Hood. God damn it.
0: Dude, I was laughing every time. I was like, Good God, please stop this doing this. So that. stupid. Oh yeah. No, I agree. Sorry, right, go ahead.
1: <laughs> That's all. That dude. I'll finish on that. Yeah. Oh. oh wait. Wait. I. P- I picked a. I picked a. a um. A IMDb user. Oh. You ready for go this? ahead. Okay. This is from Jack, Mc McAdden, uh, on uh, November twenty fourth, twenty eighteen. Um, his subject line just reads bad. Um. It, he gave it one out of ten stars. Oh Usually I don't review things. Dot. Dot. This is a horrible trash movie, and I regret paying money for. Damn. Dot. Period. End. Of, end of reviews. So, you know, I'm just reading the voice of the people at this point. Damn. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. That's that's there you go. Um, number eight. Uh, I have uh, Holmes and Watson.
0: Oh, great call. This, yeah.
1: <laughs> this one, I you know. I'm not going to be presumptuous of your list, but I just remember reviewing this, and we had a lovely review of this, and you should all go listen to that one, give it a little listen, Agreed. give it a little like. Um, <laughs> I felt like you disliked this one even more than I did. I despise this movie. <laughs> Spoiler. But I cannot, yet, yeah, but I cannot deny that this is a really bad, <laughs> really bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> it came out... Um, right at the end. Really just made it. Just made it. Uh, it came out on Christmas Day yep. um, of 2018. So it's not even, you know, it's still pretty fresh in our memory here. Um, this is written and directed by Eaton Cohen. The bad uh, Cohen, might I say. The bad Cohen. Not to be confused with one of the good Cohen brothers. Yeah. God, that was um, yeah, this guy. I mean, I don't even know what he's even directed. Nothing. Oh, he did Get Hard. Oh, Perfect. God. Of course, course he did Get Hard. So he directed Get Hard. So this is his you know, follow-up to Get Hard, because everyone wanted to see that. Um, whew. Yeah, so, I mean, just, just imagine, if you haven't seen it, and trust me, I don't blame you if you haven't. I don't think many people saw this. Luckily, I think these are going to start dying out, because I don't think this made any money. Um, but I mean it's it's just like imagine one of those Robert Downey Jr. Uh, uh, Sherlock Holmes movies but everyone has dumbed down all of the wit to the point where no one really cares anymore the only time I laughed was when they were like fucking with the queen <laughs>
0: So I, I will admit When they do the whole selfie thing And the camera hits him in the face That's the one laugh I actually got <laughs> Cause, <laughs> Cause it was just yeah. so fucking stupid I was like alright yeah.
1: fine I really hate how the movie starts though I really hate how the movie starts Like Like one They do the whole like Showing Sherlock Holmes when he was a kid And everyone hated him But then he like got everyone expelled from school And it was like really dumb It was really stupid And then um, At the end they just cut to the scene where they're trying to get ready for uh, you know a big trial or something where Sherlock Holmes is gonna like break the news that someone's actually guilty or free or I don't know what. And they get caught up with all these like bees or something. Is, it, is that how it wasn't it a big big ass beehive? It was just so stupid.
0: Yeah, they had they had um, yeah, they had the bees trapped in like that glass case and, and, the, <laughs> yeah. and the fly lands <laughs> yeah, in the it's case. Like, so so stupid. The, yeah, he hits up the cricket bat and then the glass shatters and oh bees or yeah. Ugh
1: uh, yeah, so I mean it's just lazy. The, wor- the, the 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 main thing I thought the whole time while I was watching I was like, this is so lazy. There's no real running plot throughout the whole thing. It's just a series of sketches that they like strung together and called it a movie. It's very bad, very very bad. Um, let's let's see. Uh, let me let me give you a quick quick review from a from a user. Oh please go ahead. Um, yeah, so this was written uh, two days after it debuted on the 27th of December in 2018. Um, the subject here just reads, devastatingly horrific.
0: <laughs> Damn.
1: That's and, um Yeah, and the, the main uh, thing that I'll highlight from this is just, uh, he has like five really long paragraphs, and then he has one, just one little tiny paragraph, but it's just one sentence, and all it says is, well, this is bad. And yeah, that, that just that basically sums it up. That was a uh, Stephen Fallon NYC. Well, good review. Smart man. <laughs> smart man. Okay, uh, number seven. I have I feel pretty
0: nice. Oh, I'm so happy you have that your list.
1: <laughs> I feel pretty, um, man. You you brought up um, Trainwreck. Yeah. When you were talking about it, I really enjoy Trainwreck as well. I think she's. I think she had like one really good script. She, she was banking on it and then now she's like cashing in and I think she's going down that same like Adam Sandler route. I think it's, she's like, she's like the female Adam Sandler. She's like falling down that path where like now that she already has an audience, she has people that are going to come see her movies. She doesn't care anymore and she does these like very basic, like very obvious type of um, gags and jokes and just calls it a movie, and I think that's where we are with with her and her career. I mean, let let me just say one thing: this is better than Snatched.
0: Yeah, that's true. Because
1: Snatched is was the worst. Yeah. <laughs> like that one was horrible. But in no way is this is this movie good, though. Yep. Um. You know, I, I we we also have a full review of this one. <laughs> um. I don't think I can go into too much on this. Um, You already just talked about it, but dude, I I agree with everything you say. Um, I will shout out um, Roku Bus Jetta. All right, Uh, May 14th, 2018. Subject reads, please do not watch. And it says, do not, with like eight O's, watch if you have heart problems or a brain. Damn. That's a good review. One out of 10 stars. (laughs) So that's I Feel Pretty. That's fair. Um, All right, number six is The Predator.
0: Nice. Okay, that is interesting. So I have to admit, I did not see The Predator. So you're going to have to kind of fill me in.
1: Okay. All right, number six The Predator. Yeah, I didn't know if you saw this one or not. I, I went to the theater and I saw this movie. And, uh, let's see what the runtime, the runtime on this movie was an hour and 47 minutes. And for probably like an hour and 20 minutes, I wanted to walk out.
0: (laughs) Damn. Okay.
1: (laughs) Um, let's, let's read the description they have here. Uh, so the Predator. Uh,
0: directed by Shane Black. Yeah, we'll let's let's see. see. Yeah, he did Iron Man, th- uh, Iron Man 3, uh, The Fruit of the Weapon. The
1: Nice Guys,
0: he wrote I that. love The Nice Guys. That was my favorite film of that year, actually.
1: Yeah, he wrote and directed The Nice Guys, and I really like The Nice Guys. Kiss Kiss was, Bang Bang. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, I love. Iron Man 3, very good. Um, dude, like, it, 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 it sucks to see him uh, doing this movie. But this movie was terrible. That bad, huh? Oh my god, yeah, I hated it. Like, um, okay, so directed by by Shane Black. Yeah, that is a bummer to see him uh, on this list. So I'll be I'll be nice to him because he has a good, uh, you know, he has a good history. But um, dude, the banter between all the guys in this—it's so like over the top like testosterone filled like macho like jarring back and forth but it's not even like like WWE where it's like you know (laughs) over the top on purpose to be kind of like you know it's it's you know it's fun, right? Like these guys are like trying to be way too serious the whole time. So they're like totally unbelievable. And then you have um dude Keenan Michael Key, who I like. I like Keenan Michael Key too. Yeah, he's he's just like I don't know. I think he started to like take like all these roles, and he kind of plays the same guy. So he even seemed like he wasn't into it. Mm, like, okay. a lot of a lot of the time, he seemed like he was just like, dude, what you know, what is this? Um, Olivia Munn is whatever. I was about to ask, uh, did she
0: do anything in the movie, or is that like,
1: dude, like she's very forgettable? Okay. Yeah, um, but, I mean, basically, they're all just a bunch of, like, you know, rough, you know, rough and tough, like, mercenaries, and the Predator gets loosed, and derp, derp, like, we gotta go down this way, we're all on a bus
0: together. Wait, R. Kelly gets Sorry, allegedly, pardon me, <laughs> wink, yeah. go ahead, sorry.
1: <laughs> Dude, but it's just like, it's just cheese fest. It's like, it's like, it's like a B movie that does it, but it's like still trying to be like serious. So it's not really like a true B movie. So I I didn't know how to take it, but honestly it was, the whole time I was watching it, I was just completely and utterly disappointed i was not entertained at all i never like at one point was sitting there i'm just like i want to see what happens next or i want to see more of this i seriously wanted to leave like the whole time it was one of the few movies all year where the whole time i was just like i'm so bored this is so stupid i just want to leave so uh yeah it gets that uh award on my list for that feeling alone (laughs) that's fair yeah all right, man. What you got for five through one? Okay, yeah.
0: So, so f- five through two, because we're gonna save. It. Oh, five through two. So, yes, okay. So, of my number five. We've been dealing with this film franchise for a while, and the only good thing I can say about this is thank God this movie, these, this film series is over. Fifty Shades Freed. Good God, these movies have just been terrible to sit through. It's somehow Fifty Shades Freed might be the worst one. Whether it's Christian Grey, uh, the the old uh, book publisher, breaking into Grey Enterprises, where he has a key card that unlocks everything <laughs> somehow as a avengers past, uh, to the fact that he's stalking Anastasia Steele. Uh, sorry, Anastasia Grey. Pardon me. Uh, to the fact that it's a Fast and Furious chase Car shaped scene in here it, it the movie makes no sense and the movie just kind of ends with them going like oh hey like I guess we're married you know let's let's have kids which the way the movie presents it there's no point where you go oh Christian totally wants to have kids he doesn't want to have kids and so when the quote mid credit scene pops up and oh they have kids oh it's a happy ending no those kids are in a very dark place and they should not it's <laughs> like I oh that movie. And the fact that they go to the cabin with Christian's brother and his fiance and they fuck on the kitchen table like at three in the morning and oh hey, we have we have ice cream. Let's use it as like foreplay. They're fucking on the kitchen table. They're about to eat dinner uh, or, or uh, breakfast on that. <laughs> like, five hours later and just like, do you see them disinfecting the table? Nope. They're, totally unsanitary. Yeah, they're unsanitary fucking goons and they should be ashamed of themselves. So, yeah. Number five. Absolutely can't stand that movie. Number four. Holmes and Watson. Oh my god! Like, this movie came in at the bottom of the 90s right before 2019 kicked off and I said in our review, and wish you, if you have not checked that, you definitely should, Will Ferrell is past giving a fuck. You want to know that Wolf Ferrell doesn't care and he's just trying to go ahead and get back in people's good graces? Look at the fact that on iHeartRadio, there's a Ron Burgundy podcast now. He doesn't know what he's doing anymore. He doesn't give a shit because he knows, oh man, I have fucking sold my soul to just make very mediocre films. So I can always go back to Ron Burgundy because people love Ron Burgundy. Uh, John C. Riley, God bless him. He was trying. And and you have Hugh Laurie in here and uh, Steve Coogan. Uh, dude, and, and Ray Fiennes is Moriarty, which to this day, day just blows my mind that Ray Finds was in this movie and he could not find a way to use Ray fucking Fiennes the fact he's in the movie for maybe what five minutes if I'm being generous and he's like doesn't really even factor into the very end plot really that much they kind of go oh yeah Moriarty's still around so we kind of have to address this again but Bottom line, he's it's a horrible, horrible movie. You mentioned uh, to e, uh, e, uh Ethan Cohn, right? Who did, who did that one? Uh, yeah, like, yeah, eat, Ethan, Ethan Cone. Cone. yeah, the the bad Cohen. <laughs> he went ahead and directed this, and it shows that the movie was in limbo or in development for about a decade because it kept changing out the script and all this shit. And yeah, it, 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 Will Ferrell, man, I just I really think he should stick with Funny or Die. And just not do films anymore until he can present something that I go, oh yeah, this is like classic Will Ferrell. This is Talladega Nights Will Ferrell. This is Anchorman Will Ferrell. I don't want this Get Hard or the House Will Ferrell. Um, I don't want to see anything from that Will Ferrell because that Will Ferrell doesn't know how to make good comedies anymore. It's really sad to be completely honest. So, um, yeah, it, it absolutely terrible. So yeah. Number n- number four. Number three is shockingly a Tyler Perry film, Nobody's Fool, which has uh,
1: such a shocker. Yeah, thing. which has
0: Tiffany Haddish and uh, Whoopi Goldberg, and uh, this is Tyler Perry trying to go like, "Hey, I can be like, sorry, pardon me, it's kind of funny, ironic to say that. Hey, I'm Tyler Perry. I can be funny, and oh, I can go ahead and, and girl power. Yeah, it's 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 a, it's a horrible movie. It's a whole fish-out-of-water story, and Tiffany Haddish plays this, you know, dumb hood rat, and it's like, oh, she's a fish out of water. She can't get a job, but her sister helps her, and, you know, she's the one that keeps it real. This is more what uh, this is more what keeping what happens when keeping it real goes wrong. This is a horrible fucking movie, and the fact that Chris Rock was in this in the cameo, I went oh, wow, fuck you too, Chris Rock. I, one of the best stand-up comedians we've ever had, and fucking sells his soul. Just go like, oh, million dollars for his cameo? Sure, why not? Probably the most expensive thing that Tyler Perry did in the whole shoot. Because damn sure it wasn't set on framing shots or paying the actors or actors that he had. He probably went, oh, I can pay Chris Rock a million dollars. He'll sell his soul for three minutes. Everyone else you get, you know five grand, maybe ten grand, but, you know, I'll talk to you about the Bible, so it's totally fun, right? You know, God pays in money. Yeah, fuck Tyler Perry. So the fact that, that yeah, <laughs> no, number three, easily. Nothing about that movie was fun or funny or made me chuckle or in, in any way. Yeah, yeah, fuck Tyler Perry. That's my number three. Number two, man, you want to talk about a film franchise? And, and it's rare that I regret my, uh, review on something. I believe I gave, uh, I gave, believe I gave this film a B-minus initially, but this sequel was one of the worst sequels I've seen in a while. It's Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. I was so disappointed in this movie, and I love Chris Pratt. I, I, you know, despite the fact he goes to a church that, you know, hates gay people, but I love Chris Pratt. I think he is a charming, Uh, brilliantly with his comedic timing actor who can do really great action scenes, but him and Bryce Dallas Howard, uh, going ahead and basically fighting, (laughs) fighting Velociraptors and other dinosaurs, and then when you find out there's a girl in here where she's half, uh, or she's part uh, Velociraptor clone, I was just like, oh my god, you guys are just not even, you're not even fucking trying anymore, it's just, it's just, it's, it's frustrating as hell, and the, the fact is, they are getting another Jurassic World, or a Jurassic World movie, and, you know, you show someone like, uh, oh my god, uh, Jeff Goldblum in the trailer, and you go, oh, we're getting some Ian Malcolm minutes. You get Ian Malcolm for maybe two minutes in this movie, like, it is a blink-and-you-miss-it sort of cameo, but, you know, oh, we have Ian Malcolm, so come on, you guys want to see this, right? No, I don't want to see another Jurassic World. I'm dumb these movies. I-, I wish that they would not make another one, but the fact of the matter is, I believe the last one made a billion dollars, so, yeah, we're getting another Jurassic Park movie, whether we like or Jurassic World, pardon me, whether we like it or not, uh, these films have just really been disappointing. And, I mean, I guess I'm happy for Chris Pratt, because, you know, he gets to make money off these. Good for him. But, you know, <laughs> people were fools apparently. But, honestly though, just r- a really bad movie where when I left the theater I went, I don't want to see any more of these. And the fact that it's giant dinosaurs and I'm going, wow, I'm bored, I don't want this anymore. That should really say something. So that's my number two. Uh, call and go ahead if you're five to two. Nice, man. Hey, guys. Are you enjoying
1: all of the funny, bad reviews we have? You should totally like and subscribe right now. <laughs> <laughs> right? You should. Um, all right. So going into... Uh, we'll just jump right into it. Uh, number five, Pacific Rim Uprising. This was a horrible disappointment. Yeah. I've never seen one in my entire effing life um the first pacific rim is very near and dear to my heart yes it is um i very much love that movie um that was produced and, and directed by uh the great brilliant guillermo del toro uh who went on to win an oscar um, on his movie following pacific rim um, Shape of water shape of water that's correct um, Pacific Rim Uprising. They got some dude named Steven Denight who also co-wrote it. Um, oh, to be fair, he did. Uh, he's a. All he's done is a bunch of TV shows. Yeah, and I was about to say that, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. But he's he's he did he did Smallville, Daredevil, Angel, Daredevil. Dollhouse, Daredevil, Spartacus. <sighs> yeah. So, what you get in Pacific Rim Uprising? <laughs> is you don't get anything better than that TV-quality type of drama. True. Like, you just don't. And the worst thing they did with this franchise is that they took it from, like, being a very kind of, like, serious, kind of, like, in the nature of that, like, Japanese kind of, like, you know, anime or or manga type of, like, story where it's, like, really over the top and like intense and they just dumped it all down and they made it into like a young adult novel type of story um, where the dumb adults are too stupid to figure out how to save the world. So us kids have to do it type of mentality. And it's just so bad, so stupid. And you know, like I can't, like I can't hate on John Boyega too much And Scott Eastwood's just like, whatever. He's just there. (laughs) That's very accurate. And, like, John Boyega, though, like, it's still, a lot of his stuff is, like, cringy in this movie. And it's just, he's just, like, getting that extra paycheck because he's already set from Star Wars. Like, there's no way he's not getting bank from that. Um, So, I mean, dude, this movie was such a disappointment. It shouldn't have been made. Like, at the point when Guillermo del Toro was like, I'm going to do Shape of Water. I'm not going to do a next Pacific Rim. Like, they shouldn't have just, like, shopped it out to the next idiot that, like, said, like, oh, yeah, I can make, you know, big robots fight monsters. They should have just been like, let's just stick with the first one. It's great. And that's what everyone should do. Just stick with the first one. Don't ever watch this. This is pathetic. It's horrible.
0: <laughs>
1: that, Alright. That's fair. <laughs> number five. Uh, okay, so number four is Life of the Party. Yes, thank God. Just just an absolute fucking cringe fest <laughs> the whole time. Um, yeah, the opening is so inappropriate yes, it for is. comedy. Then she just like, you know, jumps in with her daughter's fraternity. Her daughter is like not a real person. She just like keeps allowing her mom to just keep doing what she's doing. Uh, It's the dumbest movie. Um, All of the, like, (laughs) all of the jokes. This movie definitely felt like the laziest Melissa McCarthy movie of them all. Um, It's kind of just going in that, that trend of like Holmes and Watson, I Feel Pretty, Life of the Party. They're just lazy, man. They're just lazy dumb comedies and it's just sitting through them with all their cliched and you know you know throwing the same jokes into the washing machine and spitting them back out into our faces like i i don't want to sit in a theater and and see this shit (laughs) you know you know what i mean oh i do
0: oh trust me i get it
1: yeah, so so this is just one of the, another one of those movies. Um, you know, at, at least Adam Sandler, say what you will about Adam Sandler, at least he stopped making us go to the theater to see his dog shit movies. At least you can just see him for free in your Netflix account, even though no one should watch him. Um, all right. So that was number four. Moving on to number three, we have Red Sparrow.
0: Oh, so I actually watched Red Sparrow once and, yeah, I, I, I kind of forgot about it, but, yeah, to please talk to me. Why, why do you hate this so much?
1: Dude, Red Sparrow is so uncomfortable to watch, <laughs> first and foremost. It's, like, Russian, kind of, like, intelligent officers. Um you know, mixing with like CIA shit, but it's just in this like super dark, like not entertaining, not like in any way, like, you know, interesting to watch. It's just, it's just a hot garbage mess (laughs) of, you know, shitty, disturbing scenes that I feel like, why the fuck are you making me watch this? Like, like, Type of footage, yeah, um, you know, there's like torture and like these weird, graphic, nude sex scenes that are uh, like not, you know, arousing at all, or 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 nice to watch. They're just like fucking weird. Um, <laughs> it's it's so bad, and the worst sin that this movie commits is that it's just god awfully boring. Like the whole time nothing interesting is happening. It's just it's just boring. It's this sparrow school. Um and I mean Yeah, she she's tracking the CIA officer. I mean the whole time I was watching it I was just like, God, can we just get it over with <laughs> And it was two hours yep. and 20 minutes. Yeah, almost two and a half hours. Do you, this is why it made it so far up my list, by the way.
0: <laughs> if you're
1: going to be this bad and you are 50 minutes over the minimum of a feature length film of 90 minutes, you're making me sit there for two hours and 20 minutes. I mean, yeah, you're, you're top three, 100%. That's, Every time. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> All right. Um, number two, uh, you, you mentioned it earlier, good old Show Dogs. Oh, Show Dogs is so good. <laughs> so, Show Dogs is terrible. It's def, It's It could be easily the number one worst movie of the year, but, but this is the only movie on this entire list where I would tell people 100% you need to go watch it. <laughs> okay because it's so bad it's so so bad but it's so amazing to watch it's so funny ludicrous playing max the big ass rottweiler i mean i don't know who was doing the cgi for the mouth work for the dogs but it's absolutely hilarious looking i love it so much um like I don't even hate this movie, really, at all. There was a whole... (laughs) There was this big story that came out, though. And I actually saw the version that had been, like, changed. Oh, did you? Uh, Yeah, I believe so. Because originally, Show Dogs debuted in theaters. And it became a huge news story that people were complaining that Show Dogs was actually um, prepping children to be more okay with adults touching their genitalia (laughs) because the movie had an entire part about how rex had to get his balls fondled for the talent show and (laughs) i think it was will arnett's character frank was just like come on man it's fine everybody's doing it and people got really up in arms about it and they actually changed the movie so none of that is actually in the movie anymore, unless you get the super secret Blu-ray, and then, hell yeah, you can watch that shit. Yeah,
0: I watched it on censored version. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah, but yeah, I, I can't even hate it that much. But I mean, Show Dogs, fuck man, Ugh, it's so funny. I would rewatch it right now. But it's it's the, it's maybe the worst movie of the year. But I love it.
0: That that's fair all right so my number one and so this is impressive this is a film i saw back in january and i'll be honest i had this locked in pretty much at number one and i went all right i'm really curious if anything will beat this and nothing did it is tyler perry's acrimony this movie oh god with Taraja p henson and a bunch of other other actors and actresses that don't don't matter the fact this turns into basically a uh, Jason movie where uh, Taraji P. Henson's character is teleporting to go ahead and torture her ex-husband. It has this black... It has a scene where she's in her counselor's office, Taraji P. Henson, and goes goes, well, you know, do you feel like you're being a stereotype of being the angry black woman? She goes, first off, I'm not angry, but second off, fuck you. And I was like, really? This is how we're starting this fucking movie. Tyler Perry, again, seriously, I really truly believe he he hates black people. I truly believe that because you could only hate black people and write them so badly. And the bottom line is this movie is damn near... (coughs) Pardon me. I want to say it's over to... Uh, I want to say it's over two hours if memory serves correctly, but uh, the the budget on this. Okay, so this wasn't this wasn't January. That was January. Pardon me, it's March. Uh oh God, it's, it's almost a year to the day. About three weeks short, but um, but honestly though, nineteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes, a one out of four on Rolling Stone. What else do you need to hear except for the fact that Tyler Perry really cannot write women. He, he can't write anything, but especially women. And the fact of the matter is this woman, uh, Taraji P. Henson's character, and do not misunderstand. I think Taraji P. Henson is talented. I think she is gorgeous. I, I would love to interview her. Do not misunderstand. But why she keeps feeling she has to work with Tyler Perry, I really don't get it. I, I, I honestly don't. And The fact that this movie really does have this black woman go crazy and justifies it when the man that she supported admittedly gave her at least, I want to say it was $10 million and bought her a car and rebought her house that they end up losing together while they're married and she still goes, he owes me. I went, wow, really? I mean... There's no one in this movie for you to cheer for. Because everyone here is a, is either a stone-cold bitch or a fucking asshole. Everyone in this movie fucking sucks. I just really wanted an asteroid to hit Earth's, like, deep impact and just kill everybody. But, unfortunately, I was not that lucky. Uh, this ma- it was a $20 million budget. Go figure. I can actually find the fucking budget on this one. But it made $46.4 million, which makes me... Insanely horribly sad because that doesn't even take into account uh, international numbers. Uh, Tyler Perry sucks. I feel like I've said that enough (laughs) tonight, but he's really bad at his job. And if you want to do the whole... uh, Yeah, this is is right at the two-hour mark. But the bottom line is, if you want to go ahead and make black women seem powerful and uh, independent don't go see a Tyler Perry movie. He doesn't like black women. He doesn't like black people. And he keeps writing these black women as fucking just insane sociopaths or as fucking beaten down women who cannot stand up to a man. And this movie is just every range of why Tyler Perry is so bad as craft. So, yeah, it's my number one. If I ever meet Tyler Perry, this will be one of the first movies I bring up and go, you're the fucking worst. And... I I truly believe if we gave Colin six Ambien and he smoked a joint, <laughs> Colin could write a way better script than anything Tyler Perry's. Oh,
1: sh- that script would be wild. Yeah, and you
0: know what? It would make way <laughs> more sense than any of <laughs> the fucking shit I've had to sit through for him. So, yeah, t- Acrimony is my number one. Fuck Tyler Perry. Colin Cohen was your number one.
1: Nice man. I I, I love it. I, I didn't I didn't have the pleasure of seeing Um, Acrimony, um but. Tch. I I may just have to treat myself to the worst movie of the year. Um, For my number one, it's the third time, and it's the last time. Dakota Johnson. Yeah. Jamie Dornan. You're fucking gone. (laughs) You're out of here. I don't have to see your shit on Valentine's Day. No more. Nope. (laughs) <laughs> I, 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 you know what, man? Fifty Shades Freed. I'm fucking Fifty Shades Freed of this shit. <laughs> I'm free. Yes, of sir. This fucking bullshit franchise making me going and seeing these goddamn movies every year. Uh, Fifty Shades Freed came out right. right around Valentine's Day, as it did. Sure enough, third time's a charm. uh Early 2018, directed this time by James Foley, the same guy that at one point directed Glenn Gary, Glen Rock. Yeah. Yep. Like, what are we
0: doing here? I I oh, I love when you say that, what? but I have no <laughs> idea. What
1: What a time to be alive! Right. Like, what has the world come to? You know, you just get the same dumb shit. <laughs> From Dakota Johnson and Jamie Dornan Yep Doing their song and dance Now they're all getting married and shit um, You know He's getting into You know re- Like I'll race you home or something But oh actually there was There was secret people chasing us You had to escape
0: Yeah Fast and, like, and Furious
1: <laughs> Yeah the Fast and Furious scene you were talking about Like wh- where did that come from? I, I don't know <laughs> Um, I mean, the whole plot is utterly ridiculous, but that has come to be expected at this point. Yeah, it's fair. All I can say <laughs> is, you know, I'm proud to put Fifty Shades Freed on the number one worst of my list once again, because I believe the other two were number one of their so. years. Yep. So, congrats, Fifty Shades franchise. Hey, you're consistent. You did it. you consistent. You made the worst film of the year on three of my lists. Congratulations. But guess what? Can't do it anymore, huh? No, you can't. You're all done. So, hell yeah. I'm excited. No more Fifty Shades. <laughs> Fuck that movie. Fuck that franchise. We're done. We're free.
0: Boom. I, I I love it. I Yeah. I truly love it. And like I said, man, I, I with that movie, man, those movies are so bad. I they really are hard to sit through. Like the fact that they are just so genuinely hard to sit through, I think that in itself really should people should give us a little bit of a pat on the back. <laughs>
1: Oh, they're so bad. Yeah. They're they're, they're basically softcore por- soft porns at this point. Yeah. Like, the acting's probably better in a bunch of shit on Cinemax. But I'll be honest,
0: man, I, I remember I, I, I can actually get turned on from softcore porn. There's nothing in this movie <laughs> that ever made me go, like, oh, man, this is hot. I was like, yeah. yeah, this is actually really quite bad. And I'm actually kind of upset that they keep finding ways to make me hate them. Like, there's boobs in the movies. I'm always just like, man, like, not even not even a titter down there. <laughs> I'm just, like, teaching, like, nothing. I feel nothing. It's because Dakota Johnson pretty much goes, whatever. Like, you know, I'm going to let this guy verbally and mentally abuse me. But he's pretty and he's rich, so whatever. Like, what's my self-esteem worth? Millions of dollars. It's just like, Ugh, you dummy. <laughs> but... You know I'm happy. I'm your number one. I really am because honestly, man, yeah, it's it's it deserves to be number one. On on. I just I just I just looked at the
1: plot keywords on IMDb and it says female nudity, sexual submissiveness, and marry into money.
0: (laughs) Wow! Great plot keywords. Yeah, that 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 sounds about right. Um, Golly, that's 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 rough. Uh, but guys, that's our that's our top ten worst of. I am real excited for our best of next week, so that'll be fun to get to. But uh, guys, let's know your 10 through one is for your uh, for your worst of. There was some really bad stuff that came out last year, so I'm curious to see what people have to say what their worst of is. You can go ahead and like us on Facebook at the Real Pineapple. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at JHunterRealPineapple you can go ahead and follow Scott on Twitter at Nearman the first, and you can go ahead and follow Colin on Twitter at the real Neil. And you can go ahead and uh, follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google uh, Podcasts, Podbean, and now Spotify at the Real Pineapple. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll have reviews up this weekend from Malcolm X, which I am so stoked for, and we'll have a review up for what's going to be a very divisive film. If if uh, the way the trolls are already coming out, uh is any indication in a Captain Marvel. So guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. Ah, oh, dude.
1: Ah, oh, I'm proud of I'm proud of us. We got